Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today, as you can probably tell, we are doing the weekly news roundup. And I think there's actually been, I think it's been a slightly interesting news week, so we might get some more interesting than normal stories, but without further delay, let's get into it. All new BMW 2 Series Coupe continues testing, expected to launch next year. The 2021 2 Series Coupe will be based on BMW's rear-wheel drive CLAR platform. What is CLAR? It's C-L-A-R. What's the, no, what is the calcium buildup? What's the, what is the, C-L-R. It's C-L-R, but with A for automotive, so automotive calcium buildup? Is that what that's supposed to get rid of? But either way, they're calling this new platform Klar, which sounds like car from Knight Rider's distant third cousin. That's a Pontiac uh, Sunfire, but... Either way, it's a weird name, but I'm kind of interested to see this new 2 Series Coupe. An airplane. Yes, an airplane rear-ended a car during emergency landing on a Minnesota highway. Fortunately, the rather bizarre accident didn't result in any industries in any injuries post malone is selling his one-off mclaren senna xp master of monaco post malone's bespoke mclaren senna has only been driven for 147 miles vw beach bomb hot wheels diecast prototype is worth an estimated 150,000. this hot wheels beach bomb bus is one of only two known pink examples in existence one of only two I want to know who got a hold of A, how, and B, who got a hold of that. BMW still believes in minivans. Ready's all-new second-gen Gen, all-new second-gen 2 Series Active Tour for 2021. The 2021 BMW 2 Series Active Tour will use the same platform as the X1, X2, and the 1 Series. 2022 BMW X7 facelift prototype shows hints of brand's new controversial facial design direction. The facelift to BMW X7 is expected either towards the end of next year or, most likely, in 2022. 400,000th Mercedes-Benz Mercedes G-Class rolls off Magnus Steyr assembly line. The milestone Mercedes G-Wagon is a G400D diesel ordered by a long-term customer. LG Chem will double battery production capacity to meet Tesla's increased demand. LG Chem will invest $500 million in 2021 to raise production of... 21,700 cylindrical battery cells. Subaru Ascent smashes into Toyota Tacoma during rainy traffic jam. And I really wish you guys could see the GIF because it destroyed the, the, this Tacoma. The, the bed just, it gets crunched, it gets bent awfully. The front fender, it, oh, that, that's it. That's the stuff of nightmares. That is the stuff that I fear when I'm driving. Someone just speeding up behind me and then, bam, sending me into the next county. Zero Labs Labs' skateboard EV platform has been designed specifically for electro mods. And if you don't know what electro what an electro mod is, it's basically what a retro mod is, but for electric car or for an electric platform. So take a Ford Bronco, make a resto mod, but instead of putting I don't know a Coyote V8 in it, you put in an electric powertrain. That seems to me, that seems to be what an electromod is. I'm not happy about it, 
mostly because I still want internal combustion, but if it works, it works. The EV platform features up to two motors and can accommodate everything from Ford Broncos, ooh, to International Scouts! Okay, I still wouldn't do that to a Scout, but that's cool. 2021 Toyota RAV4 plug-in hybrid performs dangerously in moose test. Europe's Toyota RAV4 plug-in hybrid has spectacularly failed the moose test. So they turned left, and then when they turned right, the back end kicked out. Like, hardcore. Enough for major, major counter-steer to be required. And again, this reminds me, this reminds me of a thought I had a while ago of how many cars are, how many new cars are going to fail the moose test now? Something these automakers are doing is making new cars fail the moose test, and I don't know what it is, but it seems to me like a lot of cars have been abnormally failing this test when they weren't before. 2022 Mercedes Saitan T Class spied with less with less camouflage. The upcoming vans will be restyled versions of the Renault Kangoo. I thought it was going to be their own van, not a new Renault Kangoo or a restyled Renault Kangoo, but, but still weird. Just very very weird. VW Tiguan front seat belts may rupture during impact. A recall has been announced. VW is recalling almost 11,000 2018 Tiguans in the U.S. over potentially defective seatbelts. A replacement Predator V8 engine will set you back almost $25,000. In the Mustang Shelby GT500, Ford's Predator V8 pumps out 760 horsepower and 625 pound-feet of torque. Dodge brings back Gold Rush paint on select 2021 Challengers. Dodge also adds the wide-body option to the RT Scat Pack and the TA392 models. Pricey but nifty digital license plates coming to Michigan in 2021. Reviver's digital license plates are currently only available in California and Arizona. Texas could be next. Time to see that mysterious LaFerrari hypercar mule in action on the Fiorano racetrack. Ferrari has geared up the development of what might be a new electrified hypercar. 2021 Nissan Armada teased on video ahead of December 8th debut. Nissan's full-size SUV will feature more modern looks and better tech inside and out. Global NCAP crash test Global NCAP crash tested three vehicles sold in South Africa and the results were pretty bad. The vehicles in question are the Renault Quid, Havel or Havel, Haval, Haval H1 and Great Wall Steed 5. What what on earth is a GWS? A Great Wall Steed. Anyway, 2021 Subaru Crosstrek Hybrid arrives in the U.S. starting from $35,345. The 2021 Subaru Crosstrek Hybrid is also eligible for a $4,502 federal tax credit. Honda ditching pure gasoline and diesel models in Europe by 2023! Honda will adopt a multi-pathway approach in order to reduce its carbon footprint in Europe. Skoda Boss says small city car and family saloon EVs will follow Enyaq. What an awful name. The Skoda Enyaq, set to go on sale next year, will also be joined by a coupe variant. Germany's EV sales will surpass California's this year. Europe's biggest car market outgrowing Tesla's home state is good for the likes of VW, Daimler, and BMW. Rimac CEO says raising funds on hype alone could damage the EV industry. Mate, Rimac is skeptical of how easy it is for, for companies to raise money without having product to show. Bentley starts delivery deliveries of limited-run Pikes Peak Continental GT by Mulliner. The limited edition of the Bentley Continental GT will be made in just 15 examples. Jaguar I-Pace facelift gets an early reveal thanks to the patent office. Jaguar's first electric vehicle will get a facelift that includes 
updates at both ends. Brembo brake discs that may fracture prompt 2020 Alfa Romeo Giulia recall. Said brake discs were fitted to just eight Alfa Romeo Giulia, Giulia's stateside. Ford is working on a new Megazilla engine based on its 7.3 liter Godzilla V8. Ford's new Megazilla engine will pump out more than the Godzilla's 430 horsepower. And can we just say that the Godzilla engine only pumping out 430 horsepower is kind of lame? For the engine, for the, for the name, that horsepower isn't really, doesn't really justify the name. So Megazilla better come out with more than 600 horsepower. That's all I'm saying. Otherwise, it's not so much a Megazilla and more so a Lamezilla or Lamezilla. Nissan Studio allows Canadians to virtually visit an actual dealership through online streaming. Nissan Studio offers one-on-one -on -one tours of the 2021 Rogue and 2020 Sentra. Haynes to stop printing repair manuals for new vehicles. The company's older manuals will still be printed, but future manuals will be digital only. The 2021 Chevrolet Tahoe diesel offers up to 28 mpg highway. That's actually really good. That's pretty good going. The diesel-powered Chevy Tahoe and Suburban will arrive at dealerships before the end of the year. The LEGO Technic Jeep Wrangler is 665 pieces of awesome. The LEGO Wrangler has a working winch, four-wheel drive, and a functional suspension. Elon Musk confident Tesla will launch its fully autonomous system next year. Tesla recently introduced its full self-driving beta system to select owners. The new 2021 Kia Carnival High Limousine isn't your typical minivan. The Kia Carnival High Limousine has a 3.5-liter GDI V6 engine with 290 horsepower, or in other words, about what should be standard for the class, because the Pacifica with its V6 makes about the same. Pre-2021 model year, GM models won't get wireless Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Pre-2021, GM vehicle owners will need to turn to the aftermarket for a wireless system. 2021 VW Golf GTI Club Sport hot hatches almost as costly as the BMW M135i in the UK. Only 470 pounds separates the new Golf GTI Club Sport and the BMW M135i. Overfinch sends off flagship Range Rover Velocity with new $285,000 final edition. If you like Range Rovers and crushed carbon, you've just found your perfect car. Unless, of course, you like style, then... Eh. Although, in, in all fairness to Overfinch, they're not as bad as, I think it's Con Design. There's another one that I really, really dislike as well. I can't remember their name. But, as much as I'm not that keen on this Overfinch Range Rover, I don't really hate Overfinch's designs. Again, they're not as over the top as a lot of other aftermarket companies. 2022 BMW X8 leaves Hideout to test its plug-in hybrid powertrain. Unlike the X7, the X8 range might be topped by the full-blown M variant. Volvo merger talks with Geely to resume, I think it's Geely, to resume talks in Q1 of next year. Or sorry, Volvo merger talks with Geely to resume in Q1 of next year. Geely's efforts to get listed on Shanghai's new star market had put merger talks on halt. Are reforged, or reforged perhaps? Unveils first pair of Aston Martin V12 Zagato Heritage twin, twin models. The first two Aston Martin V12 Zagato Heritage Twins by Reforged will go on display until New Year's. Japan looking to ban new combustion engine cars by the mid-2030s. The ultimate goal for Japan is to slash carbon emissions all the way down to zero by 2050. BMW joins Audi in exiting Formula E after upcoming season. 
BMW feels it has exhausted opportunities for E drivetrain development as far as Formula E is concerned. Next generation Skoda Fabia to keep wagon body style. Or I think it's Fabia, but anyway. Skoda CEO Thomas Schaefer, I think I got that right, confirmed the Fabia, Fabia, whatever, combi will survive the generational shift. New 2021 VW Golf R launched in the UK, costs more than the Mercedes-AMG A35, the Audi S3, and as we've said before, the BMW M135i. 2022 Genesis GV70 Compact Luxury SUV coming next week on December 8th. Genesis will officially unveil the GV70, GV70 SUV next Tuesday on December 8th. 2021 Toyota Supra launched in Australia with more power and improved performance. Pricing for the 2021 Toyota Supra starts from 87126 Australian. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. Hey, hey, everyone. We are back. Before we get into the recalls, let's do a few more news stories, and then we'll deal with the recalls. 2021 Ducati Monster debuts with more power, less weight, and new looks. Though, considering to my eyes, most motorcycles look exactly the same. I can't tell what's different. The 2021 Monster arrives at U.S. dealerships in April and pricing starts at $11,895. Tesla tries to convince Cybertruck buyers to lease a S3XY model, or we all know what that says. Tesla needs to deliver 181,000 vehicles this quarter to meet its 500,000 target for 2020. Audi gives America the stealthy 2021 Audi R8 Panther Edition rear-wheel drive special with a lick of red. The limited edition Audi R8 features blacked out badging and a panther black crystal effect paint job. Drive an M4 GT4 racer at BMW's Performance Center in California. Why California of all places? Dang it. BMW's M and M4 GT4 experience programs start at $2,795 and top out at $9,995. Yeah, yeah, that's basically 10 grand. 10 grand! Mitsoka laughs all the way to the bank as Bizarre Buddy sold out in just four days. And if you don't remember what this is, this is the Jeep Wagoneer-looking body kit for the current Toyota RAV4. And it sold out in four days! The Mitsoka Buddy can cost as much as 56000 with the RAV4's hybrid powertrain. But more importantly than anything, it sold out! How? How did they manage that? I mean, and here's the thing. I actually kind of like it. I like the face. I don't really like the rear end, but I like the face. And even I'm asking, why do I like the face? And why did more people seemingly like it too? It, against all odds, against all reason, all the reasons why it should not have worked, it did, and it sold out. I'm amazed. Mini confirms it's testing an all-electric Mini JCWGP concept. Many has yet to say if the all-electric JCWGP will indeed reach the production line. 2022 DS4 Spida's company confirms initial specs including 222 horsepower plug-in hybrid variant. The upcoming DS4 plug-in hybrid will have an electric-only range in excess of 31 miles. Is all-wheel drive coming to the next-gen Ford Mustang? Ford Mustang's future underpinnings could make all-wheel drive a possibility. Ex-Tesla employee to pay automaker $400,000 for revealing trade secrets. This is part of a settlement between Tesla and ex-employee Martin Tripp. Can the Toyota GR Yaris keep up with the Honda Civic Type R? Can the 257 horsepower all-wheel drive GR Yaris outperform the current hot hatch king? With that out of the way, let's do the recalls. 
Three years ago, two 2018 Volkswagen Tiguan vehicles were crash-tested by the NHTSA and their seatbelts on the driver's side ruptured. The German automaker could not identify the final root cause of the issue that would seriously increase the risk of, of injury or death during an accident and believes that the ruptures could have been due to an outside influence. The automaker still does not know what led to this problem, as they're still investigating it. But out of an abundance of caution, they have decided to conduct a recall that involves all Tiguan long wheelbase SUVs from the same lot as the two examples tested. This includes 10,835 units from the 2018 model year, built from July 8th to October 27th, 2017. Subsequent to being notified early next year, owners will be advised to schedule an appointment with an authorized dealer. Technicians will then inspect the two front seatbelt assemblies and replace them with new ones from a different production lot than the recalled parts. The recall is expected to begin on January 19th, 2021. All repairs will be made free of charge and Volkswagen will not offer a reimbursement plan. That's That initially actually sounded way worse than I thought it was. Until they hear from the automaker, concerned owners with questions on the topic can reach out to VW at 1-800-893-5298. Once again, you can reach out to VW at 1-800-893-5298 using the 69BH recall number. They can also get in contact with the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration or the NHTSA Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, you can get in touch with the NHTSA at 1-888-327-4236. The NHTSA campaign number for this recall is 20V-724. Once again, the NHTSA, camp NHTSA campaign number for this recall is 20V-724. And then we have another recall, this one involving Alfa Romeo. Brembo's new manufacturing process of brake discs introduced at the beginning of the year has encountered an issue as some components could fracture without any prior warning. The faulty parts ended up in certain 2020 Alfa Romeo Giulia sports sedans, which are now being recalled in North America. Only eight Giulias, which were built from February 17th to July 27th, 2020, have been included in the safety campaign, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA. Once again, it's only eight Julias, and they were built from February 17th to July 27th, 2020. The cars were identified by using supplier and plant production records, whereas those left out are said to have been built outside of the suspect period or simply put together with rear brake discs made using a different process. The suspect population period for vehicles in this recall began on February 17th, 2020, when rear brake discs with a new finish and new material mixing machine were introduced into production through July 27th, 2020, when the suspect parts were no longer used in production vehicles included in this recall, the safety agency explained. The rear brake disc could fracture while driving, which would significantly increase the stopping distance of the vehicle, thus increasing the risk of having an accident. The issue was brought forward by Brembo, which informed FCA Italy's quality department on October 27th. A couple of weeks later, the automaker's vehicle regulations committee decided to conduct a voluntary safety recall. Authorized technicians will replace the rear brake disc on the affected Julius free of charge. Reimbursements will be made and the recall is expected to begin on January 7th, 2021. With those recalls out of the way, let's get back to the news. Espano Souza Carmen Bolognese? I got that so wrong. Production capped at 5 units. Pricing starts at 2 million. 
making the Hispano Suza Carmen, whatever the last part is, electric hypercar takes around 12 months. Mazda's turbocharged CX-30 doesn't come cheap as prices start at just under 30000 Mazda's compact crossover is only 3000 less than the Lexus UX. Mick Schumacher, son of F1 legend Michael Schumacher, will race for Haas in 2021. Mick Schumacher signed a multi-year agreement with Haas, timing, sorry, teaming up with fellow F2 racer Nikita Mazepin. Why did they go to Haas? Or Haas, sorry. Why did they go to Haas of all teams? I'm sorry, Mick, but you couldn't have chosen a worse team to begin racing for. 2021 Ram Heavy Duty returns with colossal 1,700 pound-feet of torque and 37,100 pound towing capacity. Ram was able to extract even more torque from the six-cylinder Cummins diesel engine. Volvo, aiming for EV-only lineup by 2030, says the CEO. Volvo also wants half of its global sales to be fully electric by 2025. Nissan assembles new regional business unit for Africa. Nissan wants to increase its manufacturing capacity in one of the world's largest undeveloped car mark, underdeveloped car markets. George Russell, replacing Hamilton at Mercedes for Sakir, maybe, GP. Williams is George Russell is one of the most talented young F1 drivers on the grid. Whether he'll be able to handle the Mercedes, though, we, we're just going to have to wait to see. Only time will tell. Britain now needs to solve range anxiety following decision to ban ICE units in 2030. UK watchdog group will study whether a fast-growing EV charging sector will curb range anxiety. 2021 Dacia Sandero launched as UK's cheapest new car. The all-new 2021 Dacia Sandero can now be ordered in the UK from £7,995. Hyundai unveils electric global modular platform, offers up to 310 miles of range. Hyundai's eGMP platform also offers vehicle-to-vehicle -vehicle charging. UK's 2021 Lexus UX250H becomes more stylish with new Premium Sport Edition grade. The 2021 Lexus UX250H Premium Sport Edition is already on sale from $33,150. And with that, I will see you all after the break for the final segment. Hey, hey everyone, we are back for the final segment. Mercedes-AMG is using a special simulator to help develop the One Hypercar. Mercedes-AMG One was unveiled in 2017 and, after some delays, will arrive next year. 2021 BMW 128Ti announced for Australia with less power from 56,900 Australian. The Australian-spec BMW 128Ti is 20 horsepower, 20 horsepower down on its European counterpart. 2021 Jaguar F-Pace SVR is faster and more luxurious. The facelifted 2021 Jaguar F-Pace SVR has some added torque over the 2020 model. VW abandons motorsport activities to support their EV push. It's the end of an era as Volkswagen Motorsport GmbH is being absorbed by Volkswagen AG. Automobili Pininfarina Batista, Batista completes high-speed test program at Nardo. Automobili Pininfarina will now test nine Batista prototypes on the street. BMW i4 will reportedly have three variants, base model with around 280 horsepower. According to a new report, only the i4M will have all-wheel drive. 2021 Mercedes-AMG GT Black Series will cost 325000 The Black Series costs almost twice as much as the AMG GTR. And while it's stupid fast, I mean, somewhere in here we might get to the news article where it did a six, I think a six minute 42 around the Nürburgring, which is 
okay, the Eventual SVJ costs about as much and went about as fast, so maybe that's fair, but still, is it really that much faster than the GTR to warrant that cost? I mean, I guess it is. Maserati Grisal and Gran Turismo teased as company celebrates 106th anniversary. The Grisal will be introduced next year and slot beneath the Levante. 2021 Toyota Mirai can travel nearly 400 miles on a tank of hydrogen. The 2021 Toyota Mirai's range is roughly 30, 30 per something greater than the old models. I say 30 per something because it just says 30 per and then greater than the old model, so they don't actually say. Ford Mustang, sorry, Ford Mach-E GT gains new performance edition for a 0-60 to 60 time of 3.5 seconds. The fastest variant of the Mustang, of the Mach-E Sports, 480 horsepower and 634 pound-feet of torque. The 2021 Peugeot 5008 gears up for police duty in France. France's Ministry of, of the Interior has ordered 1,263 units of the 2021 Peugeot 5008. 2022 Acura MDX teased in production form debuts December 8th. The 2022 MDX Type S will arrive next summer and feature approximately 355 horsepower. 2022 Mercedes EQE electric sedan tries to hide its concept car looks. The Mercedes EQE is just one of the six new EVs the company is currently working on. Next-gen Mazda CX-5 expected to be based on a rear-wheel drive platform and have an inline-six engine. The next-gen Mazda CX-5 could be joined by a coupe variant dubbed the CX-50. Tesla gets permission to start selling Shanghai-made Model Y in China. The first deliveries of the test of the first deliveries of Tesla's China-made Model Y will begin in early 2021. Lewis Hamilton tests positive for COVID-19, which is why George Russell is getting in his seat. Has mild symptoms. F1 champion Lewis Hamilton has gone into isolation in accordance with COVID-19 protocols. Opel details all-new, slimmer, and more modern Blitz logo. Opel's most recent take on its logo is meant to reflect confidence and a progressive outlook. Lucid reaches major construction milestone at Arizona Factory. Lucid's factory will initially have a production capacity of 30,000 units. Ford is urging carmakers to back California emissions deal. Major carmakers will discuss the issue during a virtual auto trade association meeting. Sayat Turaco e-hybrid Feb enters production one year after being shown. The 242 horsepower plug-in hybrid Sayat Turaco can do up to 30 miles on electricity. Kawasaki previews innovative hybrid powertrain for motorcycles. Kawasaki's hybrid system will run on electricity in the city and use ICE on highways. This is the Toyota GR Yaris rally car that will race in Australia. The Toyota GR Yaris AP4 racer started out as a started out life as a road legal model. 2021 Toyota CHR is the first GR Sport model offered in Australia. The Toyota CHR GR Sport is already on sale down under, priced from 37,665 Australian. McLaren Sabre slash BC03 revealed in patent photos. McLaren's upcoming hypercar draws inspiration from the 2017 Ultimate Vision Gran Turismo. If you ask me though, it just looks like a long tail version of the Senna. So a slightly lower wing, a longer body, but ultimately still kind of like a Senna. 2023 BMW i7 to have 536 horsepower and 300 plus mile range. The all-electric BMW i7 is set to battle the Mercedes EQS. Audi teases extreme 2022 Dakar Racer, announces plan to exit Formula E. Audi's, Audi's Dakar Racer will be a range-extended electric vehicle. Okay. Hyundai and Kia to pay millions in penalties over slow engine recalls. 
The company could be on the hook for up to $210 million. GM and Nikola reached revised agreement, Badger truck plants effectively dead. Nikola will be refunding Badger deposits as production was dependent on an OEM partnership. The NHTSA is investigating possible front suspension failures, or sorry, possible front suspension failure in 115,000 Teslas. In February 2017, Tesla released a service bulletin concerning a front suspension issue. And considering we only have a few minutes left till the end of this podcast, we might as well get into both of these recalls. Well, one of them seems to be more of an investigation, but either way, let's get into it. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, has announced Hyundai and Kia could pay a combined total of $210 million in penalties to resolve allegations the company was slow to recall vehicles and inaccurately reported certain information to the NHTSA regarding those recalls. At issue are the untimely recalls of over 1.6 million vehicles equipped with the Theta 2 engines. The recalls impacted the 2011-2014 Hyundai Sonata and 2013-2014 Hyundai Santa Fe Sport, as well as the 2011-2014 Kia Optima, 2012-2014 Kia Sorento, and the 2013-2013 Kia Sportage. They were designed to address manufacturing issues that could lead to bearing wear and engine failure. The problem started as Hyundai... Sorry, the problem started at Hyundai as they used a mechanical deburring process to remove machining debris from the crankshaft of the Theta 2 engines and and later a wet blast process to remove metallic debris from the component. Despite these efforts to remove debris, the company became aware of engine-related warranty claims in the field. While the initial recall only targeted 2011-2014, Sorry, 2011 to 2012 Sonatas, it was eventually expanded to include 2013 to 2014 Santa Fe Sports and 2013 to 2014 Sonatas equipped with 2 liter and 2.4 liter Theta 2 GDI engines. Kia didn't recall the Altima in 2014, sorry, in 2015, as they contended no action was required as they followed different procedures and had extremely low claims of issues in the field. However, 2011 to 2014 Optimas, 2012 to 2014 Sorentos, and 2011 to 2013 Sportages were recalled in 2017 due to metal debris, which may not have been completely removed from the crankshaft's oil passages during the cleaning process. The NHTSA opened a recall query in 2017 to investigate both the timelines and scope of Hyundai's engine recalls. It found the company may be liable for civil penalties on multiple grounds, including the untimeliness of the recalls, inaccuracies in Hyundai's DIR or defect and non-compliance information reports, and that a required report describing potential safety-related issues contained certain inaccuracies or omissions. While Hyundai disagreed with the findings, they entered into a mutually agreed-upon consent order to resolve the issue. Kia also disagreed, but settled as well. Under the terms of the deal, Hyundai is subjected to a total civil penalty of up to $140 million. That includes an upfront payment of $54 million, as well as the obligation to spend $40 million on safety performance measures. If specified conditions are not satisfied, the company could be on the hook for an extra $46 million. Likewise, Kia could have to pay up to $70 million. Part of that includes an upfront payment of $27 million and spending $16 million on safety performance measures. Besides the fines, Kia will create a new U.S. safety office, which will be headed by a chief safety officer. Hyundai, on the other hand, will will build a testing facility in the U.S. for safety investigations. Both automakers will develop and implement sophisticated data analytics programs to better detect safety-related concerns, as well as make organizational improvements to better identify 
and investigate potential safety issues. They also, sorry, they'll also retain an independent third-party auditor to conduct a comprehensive review of their safety practices and compliance with the, con with the consent order. In a statement, NHTSA Deputy Administrator James Owens said it's difficult, sorry, it's critical that manufacturers appropriately recognize the urgency of their safety recall responsibilities and provide timely and candid information to the agency about all safety issues. Hyundai Motor North America's Chief Safety Officer Brian Latoff, I hope I got that right, I probably didn't, said customer safety is our highest priority. Well, it might not completely be. And we are taking immediate action to enhance our to enhance our response to potential safety concerns, he added. We value a collaborative and cooperative relationship with the U.S. Department of Transportation and the, NH and the NHTSA and will continue to work closely with the agency to proactively identify and address potential safety issues. What a long one! Let's get into that Tesla one, though, before we close out. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, has opened a formal investigation into approximately 115,000 Teslas with a possible front suspension issue. According to the NHTSA, it has received 43 complaints about 2015-2017 Model S and 2016-2017 Model X vehicles related to faulty front suspension parts that can damage the tires. The safety regulator says that 32 of the complaints it has received involve failures that occurred during low-speed parking maneuvers, while 11 occurred while driving. A future, sorry, a further eight complaints have been made over the same issue. In February 2017, Tesla actually re released a service bulletin describing a manufacturing issue that could see the front suspension forelinks fail. If this were to happen, the tire could contact the wheel arch liner. News of the NHTSA's investigation comes just four weeks after certain Model S and Model X EVs built at Tesla's Fremont factory and exported to China were recalled due to two separate suspension defects that could result in damage to both front and rear suspension following large impacts. Reuters? I forgot. I think it's Reuters reports. On November 20th, a class action lawsuit also related to the Model S and Model X suspension issues was filed against Tesla in the U.S. District Court of California. It asserts that defects can see front and rear suspension control arm assembly components failing prematurely. In June and July, the NHTSA also opened an investigation into touchscreen failures on 2012-2018 Model S and 2016-2018 Model X vehicles, as well as a separate probe over a battery cooling issue with early Model S's. Those were kind of long, weren't they? Anyway, though, I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, then please like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hit the little notification bell, and then all notifications, that way you'll be notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, well, then just put up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum before you set off, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I'll see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.